I want to start out, first of all, uh, Wednesday, November 11th is Veterans Day. So what I want to do is I want to say a prayer for the veterans. It's the day that we honor our veterans, both uh, those that have served and that are currently serving, our uh, awesome brothers and sisters serving in the military. Uh, we want to honor them because, you know what, they took a step, for me, they, didn't, they took a step that I was not brave enough to take. They should be honored because they fight for our nation. Whether in peacetime or wartime, they serve our nation and protect our nation. And what a blessing it is to have an amazing military like the United States military. Amen? Amen. So, uh, pray with me. Dear Lord, today we honor our veterans, worthy men and women who give their best when they were called upon to serve and protect their country. We pray that you will bless them for their unselfish service in the continual struggle to preserve our freedoms, our safety, and our country's heritage for all of us. Amen. Amen. Uh, before I get started, uh, speaking of Veterans Day, a couple years ago I was at Walmart, and I had uh, my two oldest kids, Esther and Elijah, with me, and we were shopping and ran into an uh, elderly man with a World War II veteran hat on. And I remember I got really excited because I've studied about World War II as a kid, and I'm thinking, this man was there during one of the most turmoil times in our history. The world was at war, and literally the United States and the Allies were fighting evil. And we're, we're protecting the freedoms and helping to take back the freedoms of, uh, or to help give back the freedoms to Europe that were being conquered by Nazi Germany and their allies. And so when I saw this veteran, I told my kids, like, Esther, Elijah, you see this man right here? This man's a hero. And then I explained about World War II to them real quickly. And I can tell that he was touched. But he was trying to downplay it, saying that he, it's not like he was in the front lines. I can't remember where he served. And I said, sir, I don't care if you're peeling potatoes and scrubbing toilets. You signed up to serve this great nation. You took a step that I was not brave enough to take. And I thank you, and we thank you, for the service that you have done. I don't care, and if you're paying attention to me on the internet, I don't care where you've served, I don't care in peacetime, wartime, thank you, brothers and sisters, veterans, for serving this nation. We honor you right now. In fact, um, if you have served in the armed forces, I don't know where Mark went, but if you served in the armed forces, please stand up. And any, do we have any other veterans besides Mark? He's out there. I don't know where he went, but you know what? Let's give a hand for all those that have served in our military. Amen? <laughs> Watch him show up in just a second. Anyway, so what I want to talk about today, I'm going to get it open over here. What I want to talk about today is letting our, not letting our heart get troubled. Okay? I know we need a little bit of encouragement. Some of us are confused. Some of us, some of us are fearful. I know that fear is something that I've struggled with a lot of my life. And 
it's hard to deal with, especially like I, this is something that I've had to deal with for the longest time, way even before I became a Christian. I, I deal with anxiety. I get too nervous. Even up here, I'm, I'm still surprised sometimes that God called me to do this because standing in front of a whole bunch of people was something I was really scared of doing, especially in school. But you know what? God is good. God is big, and he qualifies the chosen. Amen? Amen. So I want to, let's turn your attention real quick to Isaiah chapter 41. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God was speaking this to Isaiah in Israel. And Israel was going through a very tough time, a very, very rough time. But here's the thing. Despite what we're dealing with right now, there's a lot of people that are discouraged, confused. And I get it. And I'm here to tell you, do not be dismayed, for God is still on the throne. No matter who's in the White House, God is still on the throne. Amen? We can't, we can't, we cannot let our fears get in the way of what the truth is in God's word. So today I want to, I want to read a lot of scripture to you guys to remind you of where we're at in Christ. And the fact that God has not given up on this nation. Okay? He will, he will not give up on this nation. We could give up on this nation, but God will never give up on this nation. But we need to be the ones to step forward to make this nation great. Our culture, as I talked about a couple weeks ago, is in shambles. And we, we must not let it go to the enemy. They've been after our children. And we must stop that. They're after the hearts of the people. And we have to remember something. We're not fighting against people here. We're fighting against Satan influencing people. People are just trophies to the enemy. And we must reach them. We must tell them the good news. The most important thing is to spread the gospel and to help change back our culture for him. Amen? Now, I want to read a tweet that was put out that was pretty convicting. If I can find it here. Give me just a second. This was something that I read. I believe it was the day before election. Let me call it up here. Right here. He says, if you're going to bed with your stomach in knots, worried about the outcome of this election, consider the possibility that you placed your hope and faith in the wrong place. Jesus is king today, and he will still be king on November 4th and he is still king at this moment. Amen? Uh, give me John 16, 33. It's one of my other favorite scriptures as a good reminder of where we're at. It says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace, but in the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Now, a little bit of background. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. This was approximately, give or take, 12 hours prior to the crucifixion. Another scripture that baffles me, because 
Jesus knew he was going to the cross. Jesus knew he was going to take our sins. He knew that he was going to be separated from the Father. This is nothing new to him. And hear him, here he is saying, in the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Something else he said, John 14, 1, he says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Again, he knew what, what was going to happen in just 12 hours. He was going to get crucified, and yet he would not be telling us something that we could not do. We have to understand that. Because you, if you're looking at the Savior that you've been following for three years, that you dedicated your life to this man, and then you see him be put on the cross, and here he is before that saying, let not your heart be troubled. He said it twice in John chapter 14. That's got to mean something. It means that we can control whether our heart gets troubled or not, despite the circumstances around us. This is why I want to give you guys some encouragement in this time. Because I, I, I've said it before, there's a lot of people that are confused. There's people that struggle with fear, not just because of what's going on in the government, but what just goes on in the world. Jesus said, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. Not you might have tribulation, you will have tribulation. It's no matter what's going to happen, you are going to run into trouble because you have an enemy that's tailing you. You have an enemy that wants to take you down, to take away your credibility, to take away your ministry, to take away the things that you could be doing to share the gospel. He wants to stop you because people are trophies to him. God cherishes people. He proved it by sending his son to die on the cross for our relationship with him. We must not ever forget that. We must not ever forget what he has done. Despite everything that's going on around us, he is still on the throne. Amen? Don't be discouraged, brothers and sisters. Don't be afraid. I have a feeling that exciting times are coming ahead. Depends on who you ask, but I want to look on the positive here. Because Jesus is still on the throne. God's not surprised about anything. But one thing I want people to understand, what you're seeing right now is a result of this culture. It's a result of how dark this culture has become. And is all the more reason why us brothers and sisters need to get involved in the world around us. Not become the world, be above the world, and show the world who Jesus is and that he is real and that he loves us. We need to stand firm and be the beacon of light that so many people are looking for right now. We are the salt and we are the light. It is not because of our own goodness. It's not because of how great we are. Everybody's got a story. You got a story to share to somebody. Everybody, you have a sphere of influence. What leadership is, is just influence. Every one of you guys have somebody, one person or many, coworkers, classmates, family members, everybody has somebody that you can share your story with, that you can inspire somebody. You all have a testimony, one way or another, of how God has made some amazing plan in your life, how God has delivered you. You were sick and you were healed. You were broke and God gave you money. However, everybody's got some kind of a story, and people need to hear it. People need to know, do they, are they really loved? Paul talked about Romans chapter 1. We all know that we don't measure up. Every one of us knows that we need God one way or another. And here, here's the thing. People need to tell 
other people. Us Christians cannot hold back. We cannot hold back the true gift that God has given us through Jesus Christ. People need to know. It doesn't mean that I'm calling you guys out to go street preach. If you feel led to do that, more power to you. I'm not led to do that. Because <laughs> I, gu I guarantee you, you will have trouble. <laughs> and here's the thing. Jesus said that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free, right? Notice how he says you shall know the truth. I'm telling you right now, I've spoken the truth to people and most of the time they've gotten ticked because they don't know the truth. If you know the truth, it will set you free. Every one of you guys have the truth in you. And I know people, we've all done it. We've spoken the truth and it's upset people. Guess what? That's the truth that's going to happen. What's an easy way to fix that? Repent. <laughs> Change. Let, let the love of God come into your heart and let, you, let, it, let him teach you let him show you who you are to him. People don't want, some people just don't want to realize that. They don't want to believe in a God to be accountable to. Let's, our culture is a spoiled, rotten culture. I've seen some just awful things. I'll tell you right now, brothers and sisters, instead of us screaming out in the streets, being upset, let's go help somebody. Let's go serve somebody. Let's join up on a city council. Let's join up on a school board. Let's feed the hungry. Let's be the example that Jesus called us to be. Every one of us. I want to I be fired up. I'm fired up. I'm charged up right now. Because I know it starts right here. It starts in your homes. I believe Reagan talked about how it starts at the dinner table. Spend time with your family. The enemy attacks the family. I'll tell you what. They ain't getting near my kids. We draw a line in the sand. We have, those of us that have children, especially you mothers, is one thing I will never back a mother into a corner trying to protect her kids. She will destroy you. That's how God designed her. She will destroy you even before the husband grabs the gun. I'll tell you right now, you don't stand in the way of a mother and her children. And I'll tell you what, the enemy's been after our children. And you women and men, stand up against the enemy. The enemy wants to kill the children. The enemy wants to poison our children. And I'm going to tell you right now, not going to happen. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. Amen? And the only way we can do that is through the help and the love of Jesus Christ. Because I'm telling you right now, this is why we cannot be caught up in being angry the only thing we should be angry is the enemy, not the people. Because you know what? People can be turned. I've seen people that have just done a 180 for God. People you never would expect to serve the kingdom. And I see testimonies. People are just, it's it, it, people in prison turning around. Brothers and sisters, we cannot leave anybody behind. Not everybody's going to turn. We cannot be discouraged by the fact that no matter how hard you pray for somebody, you talk to somebody, it's still up to their, it's still their choice. We cannot influence their choice. The best thing we can do is to be the testimony that God called us to be. However you're called, however you're served, however you're skilled, every one of you guys have a skill, a God-given skill. If you've discovered it, use it. If you haven't yet, seek the Lord. He'll tell you. 
Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. Jesus said that in Matthew. I'm going to tell you guys right now, there's nothing to be worried about. Because Jesus said in Matthew 6, it doesn't add a second to your life. It doesn't add a day to your life. In fact, it wastes time. Fear wastes time. I spend a lot of time, my wife, and you know, I don't know if you're watching Jen, but I'll tell you right now, I have spent a lot of time being scared about what could happen. A lot of time. And it was such a waste. Such a waste of time. Because God has always been in control. And it does, and I'm not, I am not condemning anybody who struggles with fear because guess what? Right here. Right here. Sometimes I walk by sight and not by faith, but Jesus said the opposite. We must walk by faith and not by sight. Amen? Let me give you some scriptures. Because we need to be reminded in God's word who we are and what he is doing. Psalm 56.3 says, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Amen? Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, key word there, I'll be touching on that later, with thanksgiving present your request to God, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Okay, so that was written by Paul the Apostle. Let me give you guys some encouragement about Paul the Apostle. Okay? I know that given these past few days, there are a lot of people that are not sure about what's going to happen in our government. Fair enough. We still live in the nation, the greatest nation in this planet. Amen? And I'm going to tell you guys right now, Paul was preaching in a nation, the Roman Empire, where their Caesars thought they were gods. They didn't have the civil liberties like we do. They, they did not, there was no rights to speak of, so to speak, not like what we have in our Constitution, because the, our founding fathers recognized that our rights come from God, not from the government. It was definitely the other way around in the Roman Empire. But let me give you guys some encouragement here. Paul wrote half the New Testament that we read today, 2,000 years later, and without the internet, without television, without radio, Paul and the apostles turned the world right side up for Christ, turned the Roman Empire around. I'm going to tell you guys right now, that, and, and, and it was not easy. If you read the stories of what Nero especially did to the Christians, throwing them into the, throwing them into the lions and burning them at the stake, and th there was a lot of martyrs because of Nero and other Roman leaders. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, 2,000 years later, here we are. Because we serve something bigger than what this world offers. Christ today is still on the throne. Amen. Amen. That flag right there means something. And so does that one. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, God is telling me to tell you, do not give up on this, do not give up on that. This is our nation that God has blessed us with. We are good stewards of this nation that God has blessed us with. We are blessed with this nation, and we can, with his help, we can turn things around. But you have to trust in him. It's not just you. It is God working through you. So I'm going to tell you guys right now, again, 
I don't care what your past is, and neither does Christ. He died for it. What you need to focus on right now is your relationship with him because you're not going to move anything without him. Develop the relationship with Jesus. This is, his word reminds us of who he is and what he's doing for you. Pray. Talk to your heavenly father. What a blessing it is to talk to our heavenly father. What a blessing it is to live in a country where we can freely serve and read his word. This is banned in 52 countries, I believe. As far as the number is concerned, 52. Go ahead and fact check me. I'm going to tell you guys right now. The enemy is after you. The enemy wants to silence you. The enemy wants to fact check you. Amen? You want facts? Right here. See Facebook? Right here. Getting bold today. I'm going to tell you guys right now. This is the truth. And if we know it, it sets us free. Amen? Jesus paid a heavy price for us. He paid a heavy price so that we just, not for us to sit down and worry whether something's going to happen to us, but for us to be bold and to not only come before his throne, as it says in Hebrews, but to go proclaim the gospel to all the nations. Start right here at home. I praise God for our overseas nations, our overseas missionaries. Praise God for them. And some of them have come back and told us stories. Guys, I don't know if you guys were here. Some of you guys were here for the Cuban missionary that came and told some of the stories that he told. That's heartbreaking. But God. But God. God is still on the throne, and he's still moving in Cuba. Amen? Because in, their, in that government, the government owns you. I'll tell you right now, the government doesn't own any of us. We are servants of God. We, the people, are the ones that run the government, not the other way around. Our rights come from God, not from the government. And these nations don't realize that. Many of these nations don't realize that. And have you noticed? They're in turmoil. They're poor. Their people are just are suffering. Why? Because they don't know the truth. But the underground Christians in those nations do. And they're the ones moving mountains in the name of Christ. Amen? Second Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Paul wrote that. Psalm 94, 19, when anxiety was great within me, your consultation brought joy to my soul. Any of you guys suffer from anxiety? Seek God. God will give you joy. God will give you peace. Amen? Amen. Proverbs 12, 25 says, an anxious heart weighs a man down, but a kind word cheers him up. This is exactly what I was talking about earlier. We need to encourage one another. We're not just praying and going out into the world, but here at church, one of the reasons why we gather here is to build each other up. For me to encourage every one of you guys sitting here. And you guys have been such a blessing to me, and I know you guys are a blessing to each other. We need to lift each other up. 
Right now, we, we, some of our congregation is gone because they're sick. There's sicknesses running around, but in the name of Jesus, they are healed. And it's discouraging sometimes to see that, but we know God has not fallen off his throne, and he is taking care of them as we speak. We pray for our pastor and Sister Pat right now, struggling. Pray for Chet Rummel right now, who is going through a lot of health issues. He went to the hospital last night. Praise God, he's home, but he's still not up 100%, so pray for him. And everybody that's here, anybody that's not here right now, if they're here because they're sick, we speak in the name of Jesus that they are healed. God is the great healer, and we stand by that. Put our faith in that. Amen? Everybody knows this one. Psalm 23, 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Amen? Another one everybody knows, Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Amen? I know, you know some of you guys think, well, it's easier said than done. Well, let me say this again. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, 12 hours before his crucifixion. Again, let me remind you, he wouldn't be telling you this if he knew you couldn't do it, but you need to draw on him. This world wants to tell you their version of what they call their truth, but there's no such thing as their truth. There is the truth, and it is Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. The gospel is the truth, the way, the life. Jesus is the truth. No such thing as your truth. I don't care what the world tells you. You can fact check that too. I'm going to tell you guys right now, I get so annoyed. So annoyed with uh, these fact checkers out there. And they're, and, and they're so dishonest. But you know what? We have the truth, the truth on our side. And so I'm not worried about it. Amen? Amen. All right, so we're approaching Thanksgiving. Here's, this is the holiday, the middle child holiday that a lot of people forget about because they want to jump right to Christmas. Not that I don't like, not that I don't love Christmas. I love Christmas, but... And I know it's 2020, so there's a lot of people that want to jump into that. I don't blame you. I typically, I'm not a Grinch, but I like, you know, I try to focus on Thanksgiving before I jump into Christmas. Because Thanksgiving is an important holiday for us to remember. Could you give me uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, Brianna? We need to remember to be grateful for the things we do have. We need to be, despite, it doesn't matter how little or how big, we need to give thanks to our Heavenly Father. Let me read this to you. It's 1 Thessalonians 5.16. Rejoice always. Give me 5.17. Pray without ceasing. 5.18. And in everything, everything, say everything. 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 Give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. A thankful heart is a merry heart. 
Don't let this world bring you down. Don't let it discourage you. That's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to distract you. But be thankful for the things you do have because every one of you guys have something positive to say. If you don't have anything to be thankful for, the problem is you. It's not God. And you can blame the devil all you want, but the choices are always up to us. And I'll tell you, this culture wants to tell you you don't have personal responsibility. We have personal responsibility. In fact, we have a lot more power than what we think if we truly believe in Jesus. And one of the things the church needs to do is wake up and realize the power. And I don't care what denomination you are. We need to wake up, brothers and sisters. This should be a wake-up call to every one of us here. Paying attention, internet, we need to wake up. We need to not let this culture go down in flames. The choice is always up to us. Jesus says he's, gonna, he's with you, even all the way into the end of the age. Who do you trust? Do you trust in the world? Do you trust CNN? Do you trust MSNBC? Do you trust Fox News? Or do you trust Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior? Amen. Amen, brother. It's time we turn off the news and defund the media and trust in the word of God. I am so tired of the mainstream media trying to basically turn people into, trying to brainwash them. I've seen them turn great people into just, I'm not even going to say it. Because my heart breaks for those that are brainwashed by our news media. I've seen it turn great people mean, anxious, fearful. That's their goal. You know what? Satan can take a vacation and just let the media do his work. He could. I'm, I'm, you know what? That's the way it is. And I don't care what news channel it is. I've been seeing some awful things on there. And it's poisoning our nation. It's poisoning the world because the world watches us. We influence this world a lot greater than what you may think we do. But there's also people cheering us on as well. There's people that see the struggle that we have internally. And they're praying for us too. Our brothers and sisters around the world, we thank you for your prayers. And we're praying for you as well. Because we're all in this together. We're in this together for Jesus Christ. Amen? I'll say it again. And everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Thanksgiving's coming up. Don't let it pass you by. Gather together with family. Be thankful for that. Be thankful for our nation. Be thankful for the word of God. Be thankful for the blessings we have, no matter how little or great it is. We have the power to be cheerful or to be somber. I don't know about you guys, but I want to be cheerful. I want to celebrate. I want to be excited because you know what? Good things are happening in the land of the living. Amen? God's got this. Trust in him. Let him use you. Let the Holy Spirit just flow out through you. You guys can move mountains. All of us can move mountains. I don't care if you're a pastor. I don't care what you do in your, in your job. I don't care if you are a stay-at-home mom. I don't care. Everybody's got a part to play in this. You have influence, and you are important, and you are loved. Never, ever forget that. Don't let the enemy push you down.
Don't let the media tell you how worthless you are and how much you need the government. We don't need the government. We need Jesus. We wouldn't even have the government if it wasn't for him. No, the government needs to learn its place. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he is on the throne, and he is in charge. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, so as I'm concluding, and yes, I am, if you haven't made Jesus your Lord, I can't emphasize important, how important it is to, to make him your Lord and Savior because you know what? As he said in John 16, 33, in this world you will, will have trouble. And without Jesus, this world's going to take you down. Some of you may, and I'm going to do this every time I'm up here because I always want to give people a chance to come back to God if they're struggling or they've walked away or they've never made the step. Because this is what's going to turn our culture around. It starts with the individual. It starts with you. Those out there on the internet watching, it starts with you. Every one of us here today. If you haven't made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, I'm going to play a song, a worship song, to conclude this service. And I want to give you guys the chance to come to the altar. Somebody will pray with you and help bring you to that relationship. If you, if you backslid, if you, if you were far away from God for a while, but you say, I want to come back, it's time to come home. Brothers and sisters, it's time to come home. God is calling you. You're not here by coincidence or chance. Those of you watching, it's not by coincidence or chance you're checking this out right now. God is calling you guys. God is calling every one of us here. You have a purpose. You have a plan. God has a plan for you. Never forget that. That's awesome. But you've got to give him a chance. If you felt like you've, you've fallen away but want to get back, come to this altar during worship. Give him a chance. If you guys aren't in that category, this is a good chance to worship the Lord again. And I will conclude the service right after the song. Go ahead and play it, Brianna. Brianna.